this Las Vegas Grand Prix Betting Picks edition of the F1 Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by GameTime. GameTime has last-minute tickets for lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code CFBX for $20 off of your first purchase. And in honor of Veterans Day, everything in the merch store is 10% off with the promo code VETS. All proceeds from this sale will be donated to Mission 22, a nonprofit serving all those who have served. Get ready for speed. You just wait, sunshine. You just wait. Get ready for the passion. To whom it may concern you. Get ready for the raw emotion. See, ragazzi! Grazie, grazie, grazie! Dai, forza Ferrari! Get ready for the F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Z. Welcome in to another episode of the F1 Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez, And while NASCAR may be asleep for the time being, F1 is rolling into Sin City to take on the Las Vegas Strip, maybe hitting some slot machines along the way. But, Cody, I'm so glad F1 is still going on because there's still racing to talk about, buddy. This uh, this thing still works? Oh, wow. That's, uh, that's crazy. <laughs> they didn't lock the door <laughs> on us uh, as oh, we... Yeah, thank was, God. It was all still here when I came back down. It was... Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's been... It was okay to take a week off and, and kind of chill. Relax, recollect ourselves. Glad to be back into it now. Las Vegas, baby, for F1. Excited to talk about that. Got more NASCAR stuff we're going to talk about later this week, which I'm also excited about. So if you listen to this in the NASCAR feed, don't worry. Coming back at you with more NASCAR stuff. We're uh, not going away. But F1 racing, we got F1 to bet on this weekend in the United States, in Las Vegas. This is going to be a freaking show. I am excited. So what was it last night was uh, the Raiders. The, the Raiders played last night, right? I think that was the, the night game. Yes. Uh, yeah. So this is, of course, we're recording on Monday, uh, which, by the way, very rare that we record an F1 gambling yeah. podcast on Monday. But that's what you get <laughs> when there's no the NASCAR. <laughs> it yeah, could no NASCAR Monday. plus the odds are up. You know, no, we had off week last week, so odds have been up. Up and ready to go, for Cody. They've been they've been up and ready to go since the beginning of the season. They've yeah, had Las Vegas. I, well, I wrote a. I, I need to go back and find that. I wrote an article, uh, preseason, like before the season started. They already had some, some, uh, uh, Las Vegas odds up. I need to go back and find yes. that just to see. Yeah, we need to we what need to some see. of the stuff out there was because I would imagine, obviously, um. You know, Max Verstappen probably wasn't the minus four hundred that he is today. <laughs> but is he though? Because I thought I saw him at minus two fifty. Oh, is win. he? So let's see here. here oh, he's four hundred. Never mind. I, yeah, you're I quickly right. found the article. 
Um, Verstappen was minus 118. Ooh. So I wrote this article, let's see, December 31st, actually, of oh last God. year. That's uh, that's how long ago this was up. Lewis Hamilton was plus 333. George Russell plus 550. Uh, Shaw was plus 650. Checo was plus 1600. Signs was 2500. Alonzo was 80 to 1. Oh, Jesus. Where was Lando? Uh, Where was Lando? I want to know what Lando was. Oh, that was all I had. I didn't. Oh. Any far. I mean, but uh, if Alonzo was 80 to 1, well, because at that point, Rod, <laughs> it didn't seem like anyone else was going to have a chance to win any of these. Okay. <laughs> That's true. But compared to what? Lando's, what, 8 to 1 this weekend? And, yeah. And would have been more than, I'm sure he was more than 100 to 1, probably more than 150 to 1. Um, but honestly, so yeah, getting in pretty, it, getting in Verstappen at minus one eighty would have been beautiful at that point. Oh yeah, yeah, minus one eighteen. Yeah, I mean that's you would sign up all day long for that right now. Oh yeah. So, uh, hopefully you had uh, you had uh, yeah I don't know. So let's see. I wrote if you have any belief Max will be anywhere near what he was last year. Now's your best chance to scoop up these low odds while you can uh, during his fifteen race win campaign in twenty twenty two. Minus one eighteen would have been a gift from the race it got. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you read that uh, last December and took my advice. Of, you've been holding on to that ticket for a while at this point, but uh, hey, maybe it'll cash this weekend. Maybe it wouldn't cash this weekend. Who knows? Look, if you bet enough on it and it cashed, that's a very sound investment on your part. Because again, right. at minus four hundred, it's going to take a yeah, lot. That of long term ROI. Well, <laughs> you were waiting. You were waiting for that to be your meal ticket today. <laughs> Let alone, yeah, whatever. But um, no. So anyway, so the Raiders game was was uh, was last night, and they showed the strip, and I kept looking for everything. I was like, "Where's where's it at? Where where are the where's the track? Oh, the pictures and videos that have been coming out. Like, man, it just this is going to be freaking epic. Like, and it's it's a late night race basically. So like, so, you know, Saturday night's midnight for me here in the Central Time Zone. I will be staying up to watch this because. This is one you're gonna have to take in live. Ten o'clock for you, man. That's beautiful. Like it's so nice. nice evening race, ten to midnight probably. You're gonna be good. Like, oh, love it. Uh, but yeah, it, it, this is going to be one of the most epic shows I think we've ever seen in Formula One. Obviously, Las Vegas is is Las Vegas. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it is Las Vegas, right? So uh, just you're getting this right in the strip. I mean, so yeah, the track is uh, you know it's right down the strip. You're gonna go in front of. Caesar's Palace, the Bellagio, the Venetian, um, yeah, it's oh man, this I've been this is the most I've been most excited for this race of all the ra- like all the races this season. This is the one I've been looking forward to the most. I think a lot of people have been, uh, and I think we're we're in for a hell of a show on uh, Saturday evening slash Sunday morning. I I think of how many times that I've been to Las Vegas in my life and walked that very strip that I could not even imagine somebody. Well, okay. I take that back because uh, there's times where these cars have tried, but I couldn't even imagine anybody trying to go 200 miles an hour. <laughs> Henry Ruggs is a little ahead of his time. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, no, but I couldn't imagine anybody trying to go 200 miles an hour because, first of all, the traffic's always damn gridlocked, so you're lucky to go two miles an hour, let alone 200 miles an hour down the strip. But to think of everything that's surrounding, you know, all the, all the casinos and everybody and all of the spectators and all of the, I can't wait. I literally cannot wait to see how this thing shapes out because if this is going to be as fun as I think it's going to be and I think the world thinks it's going to be, this is going to be a race that people look forward to for years to come. And Cody, definitely, as we've said before, we got to hit an NASCAR one there. we got to hit an F1 car uh, race there. So uh, I feel like yeah. that's, a, that's a must on our schedule. 
Yeah, and man, it's just any any of these street courses. It always just blows my mind. Whether it's you know, obviously F one run street course across the world, you know, now uh, with NASCAR going to Chicago and and F one or uh, IndyCar rather, where they do it, you know, in St. Pete or Long Beach or or Nashville, these places. It's like just turning these everyday streets into a racing circuit. It's it's always just so amazing how they how they accomplish it and how good it always looks, uh, at least from the TV side of things. Um, and so yeah, it's it's going to be a show, a little bit tricky, right? No no past history to go on, obviously, as we get into the betting. So we'll talk about that first time here. What does that mean? Who's going to take advantage of that? What are we looking at as far as you know? We've we've got to pull our bets from somewhere, right? So what what kind of stats are we using? I'm again, we don't really talk about these beforehand, other than what we see in the dock from each other as we're filling our bets out. Uh, so I'm kind of excited to see where are you. What you're using to to base your your bets on, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm pumped for this one. Lady luck, baby, lady luck. Uh, all right, well then, hey, let, Las Vegas. Right? <laughs> I'm telling you right now, right? I mean, I, I roll I rolled the dice. I was going craps. I was, I was trying to figure out what the pass line was to make it work. So, um, all right, we will let's uh, let's just go ahead and and do that. Then let's start getting into this Las Vegas Grand Prix and what we can expect from that. But for tell you first, in honor of Veterans Day, which by the way, Cody, happy Veterans Day to you, my friend. I know that uh, to you your so. time in the Navy, yes, for sure. Uh, I know that you picked uh, you put a picture of us up on uh, the the NASCAR gambling uh, Twitter feed, and I, I want to say thank you for 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 your service, first of all. Uh, but secondly, for picking the one photo in which I looked completely thrilled to be a member of the Armed Forces. Hey, you looked. Uh Hey, you know, you were in country. It's all good. Yeah, I was in, uh, that was just when I got uh, to. To be honest with you, you know, I just kind of lazily went through your profile pictures on Facebook and and grabbed the first one I saw. So that was it. (laughs) Well, unfortunately for me, that's the first one, but that's all right. Uh, Yeah, I just gotten off the road. Uh, We got into Kabul and that was a hell of a ride. So uh, go uh, on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast Twitter if you want to (laughs) see those pictures of us in uniform. I'm glad there's no picture of me after that. uh, Some of those flights to get into these countries over there (laughs) because... They're not a lot of fun. <laughs> no, they are not. Uh, but I will say this, that in honor of Veterans Day, everything in the merch store, which, by the way, hats off, Sean and Ryan, for doing this. Everything in the merch store is 10% off with the promo code VETS. That's V-E-T-S. All proceeds from the sale will be donated to Mission 22, a nonprofit serving those who have served. So support a great cause and score some sweet gear. Store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com, promo code V-E-T-S. Yes, that is a great deal. And an absolute great uh charity to to donate to as well they actually asked us for our opinion on on that charity and that was one of them that we tossed out there so uh that's uh man yeah that's a it's a great great charity so go get some cool merch i'm wearing my uh sgp sweatpants right now super comfortable and uh yeah don't you know proceeds go to the vets can't beat that cannot beat that at all all right, we're brought to you also by Bet365. Bet365 is the world's favorite sports book trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. You got props, sides, totals, live betting. Bet365 has you covered. And if you like a boost, you're going to love Bet365. Like a 30% profit boost on your NFL same-game parlays. Plus, they even have an early profit a payout offer, rather, if your team goes up 17 points. Sign up today. Choose from two bonus offers, either a $1,000 first bet safety net or get or bet $5, get $150 in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. Problem gambling? Problem gambling? Call one 800 
gambler. All right. Let us move now into talking about, well, first of all, tell you what, I forgot. I got to tell you also about underdog fantasy. How can I not, how can I forget them? Let's say about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Definitely, we are going to give you some underdog picks uh, for SGPN later. We'll maybe throw that in uh, later on at the end of the episode. So watch along, make picks, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog's going to double that first deposit up to $100. Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. We go on vacation a week and I forget how to do the whole damn show. <laughs> yeah, shit happens. I mean, hey, by the way, too, 46 episodes into this thing, this is... uh. I'm, you know, I don't know from, from two guys that a couple seasons ago, you know, didn't really know anything about F1 to be in 46 episodes into the F1 gambling podcast. I'm having a hell of a time. It's been a, a fun ride so far. Jokes on Sean and Ryan. Cause they keep letting us do this. Like I, I would think at this point, they'd be like, <laughs> no one cares about F1 in the United States. Just go ahead and pull that's, the plug. But that's definitely not true. So we no. thank you for listening. Underdog, by the way, usually has F1 stuff up. I just looked. They don't have anything at the time we're recording this. It's a little early in the week. But, uh, you know, maybe tune into these NASCAR episodes later later on this week. Uh, if some F1 stuff is up for Underdog there, we'll uh, have to give out, give out some of our favorite plays over there. Definitely we'll have to do that. Uh, all right. Let's turn our attention to the Las Vegas Grand Prix. It is the Las Vegas Grand Prix on the Las Vegas Strip Circuit. As Cody said, practice is on the 16th, which, by the way, means the 16th here in the United States. It's not the 16th, which means it's the 17th. Uh, it is the 16th. That's practice one. Practice two is on the 17th. Practice three is on the 17th. Qualifying and the race are both on the 18th, which is a little bit different than most. So uh, Still get some, some weird times. I mean, you got like so 1030 Central Time for practice one, 2, 2 a.m. for practice two. Uh, and then 10.38 p.m. for, for practice three, which is and then qualifying middle of the night as well. Uh, I mean, I, I know Las Vegas never sleeps, Rod, but. <laughs> I, I see this is the thing to me. I can get I can understand it because closing down all of Las Vegas in the middle of the day. It's not like you're closing down Monaco. It's not like you're closing down some. Of this, you're trying to close down Las Vegas in the middle of the day. So these guys have to do this when no one is real. I mean. When there's well, very fewer people around, let's right, put it that exactly. way. Yeah. Uh, so I get it. I get it. But it is weird because I mean, at midnight on a, I, I'm, I'd be used to watching it in the middle of the day, right? So if I'm watching at midnight, it's usually still daylight wherever they're at. If right. it's midnight, it's going to be midnight there too. Going to be midnight here as well. Yeah. So that's going to be crazy. Uh, all right. Of course, this circuit, like I said, takes you straight down the Las Vegas Strip. Uh, it is a 6.201 kilometer race, which is actually a little over three miles. Uh, of course, the average 190 uh, mile uh, loop for it as far as how long the race is. 50 laps around this circuit, which, by the way, uh, our new thing in Discord now. So if you get in the Discord, you also get to weigh in on what the shape of this track is because I say that it's a mouse. Somebody, Cody, said that it was a... Yeah, the upside-down pig. I, that's that's the one I'm going with because I, I think that's what it looks like the most. What, uh, was there any other... 
Let's see. I think a rabbit. Somebody said a rabbit at that point. I think so. Yep. Crunch, I think maybe. (laughs) Sorry if I said your name wrong, but that's who said upside down pig. That's what I'm going with. JDK said, looks like a rabbit. Yep. Uh, So, yeah. So I still say it's a little mouse. One of those little. All three. All three acceptable. I do like the pig one is my favorite. Yeah, the pig one. The pig one's good because you got to turn your head upside down to get there. But you know those little mice that like run across, like when you when you pulled the wheel back and it used to scoot across. That that's what the low floor. Maybe you're too young for that. I don't know. But I yeah, I had one of those like, as a kid. Sounds like an old person toy. Well, it's <laughs> well, yeah, because it, it you know it, it was analog. <laughs> It was something you had to do with your hands, like pull across. So no, um, <laughs> my daughter, she's always like, she's always like, you didn't have this stuff when you were a kid. I'm like, no, it was. She goes, what did you do? <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> we had some things. I mean, it was. <laughs> like, there uh, was just different things. We just didn't have all the technology and cool stuff you have today. Like, we went through the store the other day, and I'm like, how come none of this stuff was around when we were kids? Like, damn. <laughs> We had a stick and a These cup. Lucky children. A ball and a cup. That's what we had. We had to try to get the ball and the cup. And 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 damn you, we tried that for hours. So, uh, all right. So the fastest lap, the record for the fastest lap, there is none because this is the first time we'll ever see this track. But this is not the first time that F1 has come to Las Vegas. In fact, they did have uh, some races under the uh, Caesars Palace Grand Prix in '81 and '82, and uh, they they actually did race around. Las Vegas. So this isn't the first actual Grand Prix in Las Vegas, but it is the first one on this strip uh, circuit. So 17 turn uh, circuit winds its way past iconic locations, like you said, like Caesars, Bellagio, Venetian. Um, with the average speed, they they think it's going to match Monza. So this is going to be fast. And honestly, when you look at this track, there's very few twists and turns. Yeah, it, this lays out as a speed track. I mean, it it, it should just be a lot of speed it's not a lot of technical sharp turns here and there there's a lot of of open space they're going to be getting getting up to speed you slow down you make little turns and stuff and then you're right back open to it so uh, this should be very much a uh, a speed week yeah and and two drs zones you got one uh in in between well actually it's just at the tail end of uh of 13 so it opens up into the into the 13 to 14 stretch there along the about uh, basically the strip. So you got DRS down the strip, which is amazing, and then DRS coming out of turns two uh, to three. So really in the, the, in the o- pig's foot there, the pig's foot, yes, the pig's foot, and then uh, yeah, that's the thing too. When you look at it, the the start finish line takes you straight into a hairpin uh, between turn one and two, and you got kind of a sweeping right hander going into three and four, uh, and then straight away. And a sharp right heading into turns six. A little bit of an S there between seven, eight, and nine. And then a nice long gentle patch between nine and ten. Another little rounded uh, section between ten and twelve. And then all of a sudden, there you go. Foot on the gas. There's the strip. DRS open after turn 13. And you're sailing on down into the sharp left-hander through 14 into 15. Uh, and then another long stretch between 16 and 17 heading toward the checker. So this is going to be, like we said... A lot of speed carrying in this track. Yeah, it's it's yeah. This this can be so much fun. A lot of speed, lot lot of speed. Uh, speed is is going to be one of the biggest keys this weekend, and I think that's going to come into play in in a lot of our bets coming up here. I think it is too. Uh, all right. Well, I think we've uh, we've kind of glanced over the track. We've done all of that stuff. 
that we need to do. I almost feel like it's just time to get into some bets. How about you? Or is there any other news? Is there, I, I I was looking for news stories, and really, there's no other yeah, news stories. Yeah, it's been pretty pretty quiet. I don't think there's been much uh, since since we were on last, really. So it's uh, yeah, it's Vegas, baby. Which all, means it's time to play some bets. All the drama has has sort of uh, dwindled itself down. Everybody just wants to get yeah. to the race. For we sure. got the we got the Vegas Cup or the uh, the Netflix Cup. That's gonna be pretty exciting. Where I don't know, have you seen that? Where they're it's gonna be they're pairing up. Uh, so obviously. You know, Netflix has Drive to Survive, and then Netflix has the the golf. I don't remember what the golf one's called, but uh, so they're going to pair them up and have Drive a live... to Survive, right? Because it's the you drive well, on the... golf courses too. Well, yeah, sure, yeah, <laughs> sure. There you go, Drive to Survive, right? But no, they're going to do the Netflix Cup where they're going to pair up F one drivers with the golfers from the show, and it's going to be live. It'll be the first live sporting event on Netflix uh, where it's the F one guys and the golfers golfing. So yeah, that's, and they're calling. I think they're calling it the Netflix Cup. I think is what I saw. I gotta. What I'll find out. I will uh, research a date on that because that's going to be pretty exciting. I suppose that's the next uh, the next place I that Netflix has a conquest, right? Live television because they have well, obviously. I mean, they're kind of like behind the ball, right? Because like Hulu's already got the live TV and stuff, so you got to get to it. And uh, oh, if there is betting odds on this, mm. the crossover with the golf gambling podcast, Ooh. oh, writes itself. Oh, buddy, right itself. Be a fun one. That is going to be a fun <laughs> one. Uh, all right, we'll uh, we'll come back. We'll set up some bets. But let me tell you about game time. Listen, game time is clutch because the concert season is coming to a close, which is a little bit sad, which means I certainly don't know if I'm about to go see some concerts. Uh, obviously, uh, just scheduling and everything like that. Kids got some band competitions to get to, so I still don't know whether or not I'll be able to make my favorite concerts. But I don't have to worry about that anymore because game time is making it easy for me to buy these tickets last minute just in case I figure out that I actually can go. And not just that, they're rewarding me for my procrastination in doing it because they're going to give me the greatest prices on these last minute ticket deals. And they're plus they're going to guarantee it for me. Game time guarantee means they got your back. When you buy on game time, your tickets are going to be on time and authentic guaranteed. Plus, you get the lowest fees, the best prices. I'm telling you right now, it's made for mobile even, so all of your tickets are going to go straight to your mobile, not to your email, not to some other email, not to your neighbor's house because they're mailing it to you and the person that's delivering the mail couldn't get the address right, so you don't get your tickets. <sighs> I'm telling you, man, buying tickets is stressful. Make it less stressful right now with Game Time. If you want to snag all of these tickets without the stress, go to Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account. Use code CFBX for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account. Redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. You can enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool. You're going to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. So stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users Researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Go download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Oh, the Netflix Cup is tomorrow already, so. Damn it! And no odds. <laughs> and I don't see odds anywhere, so that's unfortunate. But yeah, so it's... uh. 
Let's see. The stage is set for the first inaugural Netflix Cup. of stars of the world of F1 and golf come together for a special competition ahead of the Grand Prix. Uh, hosted by Netflix Tuesday, November 14th at the Wynn Golf Club. Um, well, Drive to Survive sense. and Full Swing Stars will come together to battle it out. So your four pairings, Lando Norris and Ricky Fowler, Carlos Sainz and Justin Thomas, Alex Albon and Max Homa, and Pierre Gasly and Colin Morikawa. I, I, yeah, I guess it makes sense since they're in Vegas. So Yeah, so I don't know how I didn't catch this before, but yeah, shit happens. Well, they don't have odds on it. so I And guess there's no odds, matter. so yeah, I mean, yeah, so. We can make our own. Nothing to talk about anyways. Damn it. Whatever. Why would there not be? Uh, this is a perfect event to bet on. I, come on now. I don't know. That's all right. We do have something to bet on anyways. Yes, we do. It's called the Las Vegas Grand Prix, and we should be loading up our cards right about now. Cody, where are we getting started, bud? Yeah, well, I think we're... Uh, <laughs> you, you, you stole from me, or I stole from you, or we both stole from each other. I'm not really sure. I put in these first two bets. I went back to add another step to the ladder, and you had stole it from me. But uh, we're both on Checo Perez this weekend. Uh, I'm going to take him for a podium finish, plus 162. Also going to take him to sit on the pole at plus 1,800. He's not a great pole qualifier. I will toss that out there. But he is the street course king, Rod. Five of his six wins have come on street courses. This season, he's won two of the four street courses we have gone to. This is not, well, <laughs> there's, I'm going to tell you right now, there is a lot of Checo on my car. Excuse me. I've had this cough all week. I'm going to try to uh, to breeze through it. But a lot of Checo, lot, 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 lot of Checo on my card this weekend. Uh, very big on him. I'm learning, leaning into street course stats more than anything. I think that's kind of the way to go. It's a pretty small sample size of, of street courses, which I think allows you to be able to look at who specifically is good at the street courses more so than than just a full. You can you know, I think you can lean into what have you done for me late a little bit too as well. But uh, going back and looking, uh, Monaco wasn't a great one for Checo, but he won Baku, he won Saudi Arabia, he was second place at Miami. Um, so he, he's you know that's two of the three he won, and or you know two of the four I guess he won, and three of the four he ended up being on the podium with. Over 30% of the podiums in his career have come on street courses, even though the street courses only make up 17% of his career starts. Checo, the street course king for a reason. Just to get on the podium, doesn't have to beat Max, doesn't have to beat Lando, just fit on the podium. Plus one, plus money even by itself is crazy, in my opinion. Plus 162. Um, and then for the pole at plus 1,800, I think for a long shot is, is a good one in qualifying. Um we talked about it, right? It's going to come down to speed a lot on this track, on the circuit, because, you know, and speed, when you think of speed, who's got the most speed? It is by far Red Bull, right? A lot of talk about how Mercedes might struggle this week. Um, as I quickly look through all of our bets, neither of us are on Mercedes, even though we tend to be a lot. I think we also think that Mercedes might struggle a little bit here. Ferrari showed us last race. They can still Ferrari sometimes. Um, so I think that Red Bull is is obviously going to be fast. I mean, Max is Max. So you've got that. Perez, I know we were big on him a couple of weeks ago when he wrecked in turn one, but uh, I do think that he is going to show up on the street courses because he's just really fucking good on street courses. Give me a podium plus 162, pole plus 1,800, and I fully back your bet as well, which I was going to add, but you beat me to it. Well, and listen, so when I was looking at it, I had the same, obviously, the 
drawn the same conclusions. We, we do the same research, basically. We're looking at all these courses and doing this. Obviously, Checo's name popped up, and I saw that his number for a top two finish over on Bet365 was at plus 500. And, and honestly, that is a fantastic number for an either-way finish, right? As our folks in Discord like to, to say, uh, the EW finish, it doesn't have to be a win. It could literally be second place. For him to finish second place, that's plus 500. Even if he ends up winning, right? I mean, I get it. I know that he's got a bigger number, but you can even double down. And and I know that we've got this ladder pretty much uh, uh, all we're the way climbing. to the clouds. We're this ladder all the way to the top. We're climbing the damn ladder to the top. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if you want to take every rung of this ladder, one of them's going to end up cashing. Because I honestly believe, like you said, I think he's going to be on the podium for absolute sure. He showed us last week that he's kind of back. I mean, he... he he slipped off a little bit, and I feel like he might be a little bit. I mean, fourth place finish, not all the way back, but maybe that's a little bit of confidence that, that'll get him there. And like you said, Cody, he's back on a street course, which is pretty much his bread and butter. And if we're talking speed, and if we're talking straightaway speed, if we're talking DRS speed, we know Red Bull's got that in spades. All he's got to do, I think, is qualify well, and he's a lock for a podium. But I, I honestly still think if he's a lock for a top two uh, because if it's for Verstappen winning this one, which I still think might be a little suspect, uh, but if it is, and and Checo finishes second, five to one for that, I'll take that all day. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love it because again, it opens up. You know, you're not taking him to be the next best besides Verstappen. So if Verstappen doesn't win the race, which again, Verstappen's minus four hundred, minus whatever he is for a reason, right? And he's likely going to win this. He's likely going to run away with it, but. If there's one guy on the grid who can beat him straight up, the only person we've seen do it this season has been Checo on street courses, by the way. So we'll get to that in a few because I've got him to win as well. But the second place, if he wins, you double dip on it. It gives you that coverage if he just comes in second to Max, which is probably the most likely outcome. Um, and, you know, if Max something happens to Max, again, the brakes fail. We've seen it, right? He's not, he doesn't. He's not completely invincible. He's close, but not completely. Uh, if Orlando ends up winning this race, Whatever the case may be, um, Perez top two, I think, is a great number as well at plus 500. So, yeah, I am going to climb that ladder all the way with you. Beautiful. Uh, all right, where are we going now? Next up for me, I'm going over to the points finish area. I'm taking Pierre Gasly, plus 150. Love him to finish in the points this weekend. Also going to take Kevin Magnuson, plus 600 to finish in the points. And then, Rod, I'm going to parlay the two of these guys together. Certain books will allow you to do that. And uh, you put them together, it is plus 1510 for Gasly to get in the points and for K-Mag to get in the points. Um, I'm going to make a, a point here in a few minutes about how I think maybe some cars are going to end up out of this race, which I think could help their these guys' cases. You look back at Gasly, uh, open the season as far as street courses go, 14th at Baku, but since then, 7th at Monaco, 8th at Miami, 6th at Singapore. Again, looking at the street courses, He's been very good. Three of four, easily inside the points for you. He's been top six in two of the last three races, just in on the schedule. Then you know they're not street courses, but so what? He checks the what have you done for me lately box. He checks the street course box. Love that from Gasly. He's got eleven points finishes so far this season. So I love that. Kevin Magnuson. It has been a horrendous season for Haas. It's been a bad season for Kevin Magnuson. Rod. There is very very good points i can make about magnuson a lot of bad finishes but he's only got three points finishes this season all three of them come on street courses i think magnuson can get it done this race is late at night 
practices late at night, qualifying's late at night. It's going to be colder tires. Talk about a little bit of colder weather, right? I I saw all this talk about cold weather, and so I was lo- I'm like, God, how cold is it possibly going to be? Like, maybe like 44, 45, which is cold for you know. And in the desert, cold is colder than normal cold, so it is going to be cold. Like maybe quite as cold as some people made it out to be, but it's going to be cold. And and Haas seems to have some type of advantage on the colder tires. They they seem to be good at warming the tires up. Whatever the deal is, it's going to lean into that a little bit. Um, and he just he snuck into these points finishes on street courses. It's not been beautiful. Tenth at Singapore, tenth at Miami, tenth at Monaco. I mean, just barely getting into the points finishes. So it is a little bit of a longer shot, but I think it's six to one. The odds are great for Magnussen there. You parlay both these guys together. I, I feel like Gasly is almost a for sure going to be in the points anyways. Then if you can get Magnuson to sneak in there with him, you parlay the two guys together 15 to 1. Um, but I just for looking through Magnuson's season, and it has been a horrible season, uh, but the street courses in particular stand out. The only three places he's finished in the points, all three been on street courses. Um, I think he was like 19th in the other uh, at Baku uh, where he did not did not start the season out great there, but last home race for Haas, right? Is you know not American drivers, but as an American team, they're going to be here. Um, so give me Gasly points finish plus one fifty, K Mag plus six hundred, parlay the two together at plus fifteen ten. I love it because the first half of that is something that fits into one of mine. I don't normally do these, but you can find a boost out there. Uh, There are boosts that you can see, and one of them happens to put Leclerc, Alonzo, and Gasly all inside the points at plus 275. I like this. I like this a lot because I do like the plus 275 number for all these guys to get into the points because on their own, all of them are all not necessarily all that uh, favorable in the points because they're pretty much all probably going to fit in the points. Uh, you made the case for Gasly just a second ago, and I'll back you on that one. I, I do believe that he's been one of those Alpine drivers that is right there, right? I mean, he's always right there. Um, and and I couldn't pick between him and Ocon the last time, and unfortunately it was Gasly and not Ocon that, uh, that actually cashed the bet for us. Um, so, again, I think Alpine is getting better. I think every week they are in the points conversation. So um, I definitely believe that uh, Pierre Gasly can get in the points this week. I talk about Fernando Alonso, a guy that started out completely on fire, right? He had all these podium finishes up until Monte Carlo, uh, and then and then he kind of fell off the face of the earth, by which I mean he finished outside of the top five in a few of those races. But uh, on the street courses, as Cody had alluded to, right? So fourth at Baku, third at Miami, second at Monte Carlo. The only one that really bit him in the ass uh, was Marina Bay. He started seventh, finished 15th that race and of course that has been in the middle of his struggle but he found his way back up on the podium last week I feel like there's a little bit of optimism in that Aston Martin camp I feel like Fernando Alonso has perfect star ability too in Las Vegas to be able to sort of carry himself with enough swagger to find his way into the at least the top 10 finish I mean obviously we're not talking about even a top six and and to be completely honest with you all three of these guys well okay two of the three are our guys that we talk about on a weekly basis for a top six finish. So, I mean, honestly, for Gasly, all he's got to do is just get up into the points to kind of get this one there. And for Charles Leclerc, another 
possible weak link of this because of just the way it's been going for him. He might lately. be the weakest link of this, which is which crazy. is crazy, right? I mean, it's it's literally been uh, checkers or wreckers for uh, for Charles Leclerc, right? The last two last two of the three two of the last three races have been dead last finishes, right? 20th place in Austin after he started on the pole, 20th place last week uh, after he started in second. But listen, it's Charles Leclerc. I mean, when you look back at what he's done on these street courses, he was started on the pole at Baku, finished third. Miami finished seventh. In in uh, Monte Carlo, he finished sixth, right? Even Marina Bay, he finished in fourth. So all pretty much top five, top six finishes for Leclerc on these street courses. You got to think that Ferrari does not want to have another embarrassing week. So this is a matter of them buckling down and just telling uh, Leclerc and Sainz both, listen, keep your shit together. Keep the wings on those cars. Don't take any chances that you don't need to take. Constructors Championship still, I guess, kind of a, I don't know that they're they're in too much trouble from it, but uh, by and large, this is Ferrari. And, and they... They get in their own way, but then they get out of it kind of quickly. So I think we're in for a better finish for Leclerc. And again, we're just asking him to get inside the points. We're just top, asking him to get into the top 10. So even if he has a little bit of trouble and he falls back to seventh place, it's not a panic mode unless you know he falls into 11th and, and he's too far behind to get into the points. But for all three of these guys, like I said, put them together plus 275 or make that the uh, parlay wherever you can find it and maybe it's a better deal for you. So... Um, I like all three of those guys getting the points. Leclerc, Alonzo, and Gasly at plus 275. Yeah, they're only 20 points behind uh, Mercedes. There's only two races left, so got to take advantage. Is it going to be a good week for them to to have that opportunity if Mercedes does lag a little bit? Like, I think a lot of people think they will. Love Gasly in the points already. Love Alonzo in the points as well. I think Leclerc is the, the biggest wild card, even though he shouldn't be because he should be in the points every week. But if Ferrari doesn't Ferrari themselves, He's actually a guy I looked at heavy for the pole. He's been pretty good at, at qualifying well on street courses, so something to keep in mind there. If he can start well, hopefully he can finish well for you as well. Um, so I, I do think that that is a good one to do. Next up for me, Rod, been a while since we pulled out the classified number finishes bet. This time we're going to go the other direction. I'm actually going to go with some unders this week. Under 16.5 plus 110 over on bet 365. Under 15.5 plus 275. Just kind of the way things have been trending lately. Um, it, you know, we started the season and it was 19 and 18 and 20 and 17 and 20 and 18. Like everybody was finishing all these races classified. Not been the case as much here lately. You go back to last race at Brazil, 14 classified finishers, Rod. Pretty low number there. Only had 17 at Mexico, 15 at Coda, um, 17 at Qatar, 15 in Japan, 16 in Singapore. Um, and if you look at the numbers, the safety car in this minus 400, so they're thinking there's going to be a safety car and you can actually bet 365, which I'm so glad that bet 365 is a sponsor now, because that's who we've used all season pretty much for most of our F1 bets anyways, because they have the biggest selection. They've got some of the best odds always like absolutely love them. So we've already been using them. Now they're a partner, which is great. Um, they're offering, you can bet over 1.5 safety cars at plus 125, which I really looked at as well. But to me, that means they think there's for sure going to be a safety car. There's probably going to be two safety cars. We're getting safety cars. Green cars retired. I think that there's there's going to be a heavier uh, case of cars being retired this week. We've seen it lately. The teams have been more quick to pull the plug, right? We're getting towards the end of the season. Things aren't going well. 
let's shut it down before it gets worse. Let's save the equipment that we have. So I'm going to to say that that trend continues. Give me under 16 and a half of plus 110, under 15 and a half plus 275. If you want to take a peek at that safety car over one and a half plus 125 over on bet 365, I don't hate it. Not going to give it out as an official play, but it's definitely one that I, I strongly considered. And just based on where it's set at, to me, it seems like there's a pretty strong, and again, first time on this course, right? And a fairly easy course setup wise, right? We talked about it. There's not a bunch of hairpin turns, not a bunch of crazy stuff, but still the first time on this course, Las Vegas, all the lights, everything going around. There's going to be so many lights and distractions and things. And one little mistake, it, it can take a couple of guys out. You know, we're getting later in the season. Equipment's getting older and getting the miles on it. You start getting those, those retirements for mechanical issues and, and other things. So Give me the underclassified 16 and a half, under 15 and a half, plus 110, plus 275, respectively. Well, and we talked about the amount of speed these guys are going to be carrying into, into the final turns, too. I mean, you got to figure that DRS zone down the strip. You're coming all the way straight down the strip, carrying all that speed. You could try to get froggy and try to undertake, and that could ruin a day, right? I mean, that, that yep. sharp left-hander comes at you probably before you even know it. And I know these guys obviously are professionals, but... They obviously want to win and, and making a pass there because they don't know the overtake areas. They Nobody knows where you can overtake. Yeah, and, and yeah, you can do the simulators and stuff, but nothing is, is the same as the real thing. And the only laps, even a guy like Lewis Hamilton, oh, you know, he's, he's had how many starts in his career and he's never been on the circuit before it. So uh, I, I do think that, that it, it could make a big difference. You know, these DRS zones, you look at them, that's going to be your biggest chances to pass. You're going to be that big run at the end of this long straightaway in front of the strip. The other one is going into that kind of hairpin turn there. Um, so, yeah, I think that there's some possibility for for some some contact and maybe some cars to get taken out of this one a little bit early. So I, I'm really big on the uh, the underclassified numbers this week. Yeah, Again, that that big long strip, you could be you could have your DRS wide open and and try to outbreak them into that that right or that left-hander rather and and that could cause all sorts of trouble so i like that um all right well i'm going to take a stab at this next one something that i've loved obviously that we've talked about time and time again that bet 365 offers is the two or the number of race leaders uh, as one of their prop options and uh so i'm going to take the two race leaders so here's how it breaks down one race leader and two race leaders both are at plus 275 three or more leaders as at minus 138 now I understand that this is the the new track, right? Which is they're kind of making themselves a little more covered when it comes to how many different ways this this race could break down. And if we look at the races so far, it's basically been Max Verstappen leading straight up. Or if there's been more than one, it's usually just been two, right? Because Max uh, pits under under green flag conditions. He's got to kind of get back on the track because he doesn't have a 21-second lead, but it takes him about another five seconds to track him down and, and take the lead back again, right? Never give it up again. So whoever led, whoever was lucky enough to lead while Max was pitting uh, was the only other race leader in that. So it's it's been that way, right? It's, it's always been either Max the whole way through or it's been Max, somebody, and then Max. So... I'm I'm betting that it's going to be Max, somebody, and then Max on this. Or, or again, it'll be whoever's the leader at the time when they finally pit and then whoever leads the race and, and assumes the race then. And then once that person gets back on, 
then it's back to the front again for that person. I don't know necessarily that I think three people can lead this. I, I don't I don't see unless, of course, maybe somebody leads the first lap, right? And then somebody overtakes somebody, let's say signs does or let's say uh, uh Checo does win the poll, right? And it's Checo and, and Max one, two. Checo maybe could get there and me maybe lead the first lap, but then Max decides he's gonna turn it on and, and pass him. Um, and then Max pits, but Checo's not in second anymore and somebody else is there. I mean, those are the ways that could all play out. But honestly, I think if, if people are going to be <laughs> aggressive and overly cautious, I feel like Max is going to have a, a big advantage if he's in front. So, Or whoever is in front, for that matter. Right. Well, and this is the best way to build to Max wins this race, right? Because you, you get Max starts on the pole, but during a pit stop, he gives it up. Somebody else leads. That's your two leaders right there. Or you get somebody else starts on the pole, and then Max runs his way up there as quick as he can. He takes it over, runs away with it, and there you go. I think that those are are both solid angles at trying to get in on Max to win this at plus 275. But it's not just Max, right? It, it allows other things to happen. Sean Leclerc gets on the pole. Perez takes him over. Those are the two guys who lead a lap. Or or Checo you know, is on the pole, and then Max gets it. However, there's so many different combinations of how this could work. Um, but I, I do think pit stops are going to be the thing that can get you usually. But, you know, a lot of speed, a lot of open track. They might build up some pretty decent uh, uh, leads before they're making pit stops and stuff like that. Um, and with the safety cars playing into it too, you know, if everybody's pinned under the safety car, then you're not really changing leaders and stuff as well. That could play into your advantage. So. I do like taking that at, uh, at almost three to one odds. I think that's that's a good number. And I would tell you too, if you really want to take that minus one thirty eight or three or more, um, then maybe break up a unit and put it on two and three. I I honestly I don't think there's going to be just I don't think one person is going to lead this race. I really there's too much out there for for these guys to to navigate. There's too it's too new. I just don't think that there's only going to be Max Verstappen to lead this from from green to checker or whoever's in first place to lead this from green to checker. Because honestly, all the races that have been won by, I think, any other player, it's not been green to checker, right? It's always been, you know, they've, they've managed to take it. So, yeah, give me give me that. If you, wanted, if you want to break it up and make yourself a little bit more cushion, go ahead. But I still think two's the better bet here. Yeah, yeah, and I think the number's great, right? Uh, that's That's the main thing, too. So, yeah, I like it. All right. All right, Rod. Big shocker who I have in this next column. Give me a lot more Checo Perez to win the race 20 to 1 over on Bet365. Look, he's a street course king. He's won two of the four. He's won half the street courses so far, and yet he's 20 to 1. Makes no sense. Going to be a lot of speed here. Who's the fastest cars? It's Red Bull. He is the one guy who has shown this season he can beat Max straight up because Max has finished second place to him. It's not Max has actually finished just second place to Checo. If, if Max has to start a little farther back, Checo has it early. Max has everything wrapped up at this point. There's not going to be any team orders. Let him around you. Let him you know, get the win to, to make sure you secure the championship. None of that bullshit. Checo can easily win this race. 20 to 1, I think, is way too big of a number for the guy who is the road course, the street course king. Give me Checo Perez to win 20 to 1. Also going to take him at the fastest lap, 10 to 1. Again, Max has not gotten the fastest laps more times than he has gotten at this season. So, it just it doesn't always come down to Max being the fastest lap. Even if Max wins the race, this is a good way to get in. If you have Checo, 10 to 1, fastest lap, he ends up getting second, gets the fastest lap, cashes that up too for you, 
hits the podium for you. Maybe he sits it on the pole. <laughs> We're in Las Vegas, Rod. All chips in on Checo Perez, which is a really scary thing for me to say. But I think uh, I do have faith in Checo this week. I have faith in the street course king. And then, Rod, over on bed 365, they're offering the fastest lap and win the race for Checo Perez. I, I don't know how many times I did the math and double-checked just to make sure like this number was not incorrect. 200 to 1? Are you fucking kidding me? Thank you, Bet365. Absolutely love you for this. Look, max minus 400 for a reason, right? But it's a new circuit. There's things that could go wrong. The brake issues we saw a few weeks ago, whatever the deal is, he gets... I mean, Checo Perez is it in Mexico in the first corner and, and tears it up. He doesn't end up winning this. And Checo can straight out beat him. Checo lays down that fastest lap, 200 to 1 to get both of these. What a hell of a weekend we could be having if uh, if Checo, Checo gets this done. So all in on Checo this weekend. Give me Checo to win, 20 to 1. Fastest lap, 10 to 1. Put them together over on Bet365, 200 to 1. Let's fucking go. He's back. I, I honestly believe he's back. I think the 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 fact that now the races are winding down for him, and he honestly, I I want to say he's running out of time because I don't feel like he's really running out of time, but the patience of Red Bull, I think, is running out. It's not so much that he's running out of time to prove himself. I think it's that the Red Bull has just a finite amount now of, of patience with him to get back on where he was before, so... This, this is it. Feels like such a Checo weekend too. Like, you know, it's all about Max, which you know it should be, and he's so great. And and then like he just comes out and beats Max, and it's like, hey, did we forget this is the street course king? Like, I'm really leaning into the street course angle this week, but he's so fucking good at street courses. Now you're throwing out a new street course nobody's been on. Give me the best driver on street courses to learn the newest street course the quickest. And by the way. He's not in a fucking Alpha Tori. Like, he's in a Red Bull just like Max Verstappen is. So, yes, we know that Red Max's Red Bull is a lot faster, but Checo's already beat him. He's done it in the U.S. He did it in Miami, right? I believe that was one of them where it was Checo 1 and, and Max 2. So, yeah, it's I'm feeling the Checo week this weekend, putting all the chips in. This, uh, you know, the amount of bets we've laid on him, the, the ladder we've climbed, it allows for Max to still win this race and you still to cash out pretty good. But it allows for a hell of a fucking. We're having a party next week. Checo cashes all these bets for us. I'll wear all the sombreros if that happens. Um, but I will show up on this show with a sombrero on the the YouTube next week. If, I believe uh, it. If Checo wins this weekend, I believe it. Um, all right. Well, so listen. If Checo fails to do that, if Max Verstappen fails to do this, I've honestly I'm buying the hype on Lando Norris. I, I'm going to go ahead and buy that hype. I'm not one to normally jump on the trendy players or drivers or every, because everybody else is on him. I tend to be the guy that that's like, all right, cool, I'll give you that, but let's wait until it's official. And I, I believe this is official with Lando Norris. He is beginning to turn it on when it counts right now. Six second-place finishes over the last few races of the season since Silverstone, right? Since, uh, since his home race, well, he finished in second place. Uh, he finished second at the Hungaro Ring. He finished second again in Suzuka. Finished second at Austin. Finished second uh, last week in Interlagos. I mean, the dude has been right there knocking on the door, literally pretty much riding Max Verstappen's coattails 
uh, back there. And he hasn't been letting Max run away with it lately, too. Um, last week, he finished eight seconds behind Max, which, by the way, is a great feat in and of itself because Max usually finishes two years ahead of second place. Uh, and the score, they can't keep that high, right? The week, <laughs> the last time he finished second as well, 10 seconds. Doesn't sound impressive, but it's pretty damn impressive. And then even in LaSalle, right? He finished five, just about six seconds behind in third place. He still kept it close. Lando is knocking on the door. Bet 365 has him at 9-1 to to win this race outright. I I think I'm going to take that. You look back at what he's done. Um, Like I said, all those second-place finishes, uh, one of those just happened to be at Marina Bay, right? The, The last street circuit that they were on. Now... I mean, his his Baku finish was ninth. Miami was seventeenth. Monte Carlo was ninth. But something, some a, a switch flipped uh, right after Canada, in which he started to go on a tear. Right, he has not finished outside of the top eight in that span with all of those top two finishes as well. So for Lando Norris, Vegas, the bright lights, the young kid, the guy that's been knocking, like I said, on on Max Verstappen's door. The, the guy that's been saying, oh, shucks, you know, Max is going to win and that no one can beat Max right now. But I think he can. I think if anybody other than his own teammate can do it, I think Lando can beat Max Verstappen. So at 9-1, to one, I like that. Uh, Lando, as the fastest lap, is at 9-1, to one, also on bet 365. And Cody just added one in there for us because we're just going to might as well go all in on these as well, pushing all our chips in the middle. Fastest lap and to win, 66-1. to one. Over there on Bet three sixty five for a land. I mean, you you got to throw a sprinkle on the the sixty six to one, right? If you think he can win, you think he get the fastest lap. Why not put him together? Wow. Throw it. We'll just throw a little sixty six to one out there for you. Wow. But, I I I don't even know how I overlooked that, but thank you, Cody, for putting I, that one in. Man, there. these. I mean, I get that that oh, just such big numbers. I love it. <laughs> I'm going to be the <laughs> biggest so Lando Norris fan <laughs> if this happens, that's, man. Yeah, I mean that's and like, dude, Lando has has shown us right. He's been the set. Over the recent course of history, the second best guy out there to Max. Week in and week out, again, it's likely going to be Max, and we understand that, but there is still that that world. There's that universe where it doesn't happen. What a story. Like, you know, F1 returns to Vegas, and it's this big show, and it's this big grand thing, and, and Lando, who seems to be loved by everyone in the paddock, and, and him and Max are buddies, and he just jokes about, you know, he's going to retire when he finally beats Max, and like, the story all comes together and he wins in Vegas. It's this big show, all this stuff. Like you can see that story being there. I like it. And he's proven he's been the second best guy to max over the recent run of things uh, for the most part. So yeah, I'm all in on it. The fastest lap part again, fastest lap. This is where this is your best chance to hit these bigger numbers because max gets the fastest lap sometimes, but he doesn't always get it. He changes hands so many times throughout the races. You get the lucky, you know, safety car comes out, somebody grabs the tires, whatever the situation ends up being, they're the one who ends up laying down the fastest lap. I like it. So put them together, get the big number. Can't beat it. I love it. Cannot beat it at all. All right. Speaking of can't beat, we can't beat the card. So let's go over this one more time for you. Get out your pen and paper. Going to go over these Las Vegas Grand Prix betting picks that we have. Cody started you off with Checo Perez on the podium at plus 162 and to win the poll at 18 to 1. I said Checo would have a top two finish at 5 to 1 over with our friends at Bet365. Cody gave you Pierre Gasly as a points finisher at plus 150. Also tossed in Kevin Magnuson in the points at 6 to 1 and then parlayed them both together at 
I gave you Charles Leclerc, Fernando Alonso, and Pierre Gasly to all have a points finish at plus 275. Find that boost uh, on some other books out there. Uh, And then, of course, Cody gave you the total classified finishers under 16.5 at plus 110 and under 15.5 at plus 275. I said there'd be two race leaders at plus 275 from our friends at Bet365. Cody said that Checo Perez would win at 20 to 1 and have the fastest lap at 10 to 1. And then, of course, two fast lap and win at 200 to 1. I said eh, maybe Lando. Uh, Lando Norris could do it at 9 to 1. Fastest lap also at 9 to 1. And then, of course, to have the fastest lap and to win 66 to 1. Our Fun little uh, parlay there, too, from the 365 to close out the card. I'm, I'm not quite sure where to buy a sombrero yet. but uh, Don't worry, I'll shopping. send one to you. I'm, oh, I'm going shopping later this evening. I'm going to get it, have it ready over here, ready to go, and I'll be wearing it uh, next week once Checkout wins this race. I love I love that Max had his on Mexico City. And uh, and there was like this weird picture where he was walking in front of uh, uh, Lando and, and Fernando in like this hat, right? And and it was just like this creepy guy walking across the stage with everybody else behind him, and he's just got this hat on. It's yeah, it's funny. That's, That's awesome. So, <laughs> um, all right, well that'll do it then for the show. We'll definitely just uh, enjoy watching this race and all of the lead up up to it couple days away now depending on when you listen to this to to first practice so make sure you're checking the schedule it is a late night so if you would like to stay up with it by all means please do 8 30 accordingly yeah 8 30 for me so i'm gonna have fun with that but that's uh, nice nice prime time see west coast works out good for you for this one because it's a great timing so be much better if i was out there but that's neither here nor there i suppose that's right maybe next year maybe next year uh all right so maybe next week we'll talk to you again. Uh, we'll talk. To we you will. Next week. Abu Dhabi next week. Oh, the sad end to the season, but that's all right. I'm glad we uh, we got more to bet on, and you're gonna have so much money to bet on after we win all this money this weekend. It's gonna be a good time, anyways. It will. You'll be making it rain out there on the strip. Uh, all right, Cody. Well, as we wrap it up this week, let everyone know where they can find you on social media. In the meantime, yep. Follow me on X at Husker underscore Z. You can find all my work over there. Um, Thanks for following the show. Appreciate it. You want to check it out over on YouTube? We're over there. You'll be able to see the sombrero there next week, hopefully. Uh, the NASCAR Gambling Podcast YouTube channel. You'll find this episode there. Um, yeah, appreciate it. If you're listening from the NASCAR show because you're looking for some racing to bet on, we're here. We're having fun. We love it. Let's go make some money this weekend. Good luck. Go check out. It's Vegas, baby. We'll see you guys next week. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in the bottom. Everything I got going on. Still got some NFL stuff. Still got some uh, NASCAR stuff that we'll talk about as well, like Cody said. So plenty of stuff to keep you company uh, while you wait for Abu Dhabi. So we'll see you then. Talk to you, and let's win some money this weekend in Vegas. Should be up 500 by midnight. See you next week. Until then, next, let's go racing and let it ride. <laughs>